here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.4 FM in Hermanus. And that is Bosim Song or Yesan Moy and Kretana not um as in you killing uh, one another. Um just uh, calm down a little bit and consider each other as human beings. And uh, right now, um looking at the many people who express their shock um uh, at the shocking utterances by Reverend um, Mehana, uh, blatant disrespect and portrayal of women in a way that is dismissive, humiliating and degrading, worse, um, body shaming as well. And this is coming from uh, a person of his calibre and uh, leadership, and uh, which is unacceptable at all. Uh, but where do we get to a point? When do we get to a point where we recognise my favourite phrase as teachable moments? Um, because I'm sure that uh, whatever uh, he, he said was not just about him. This was representative of his peers, uh, people around him. That's how they socialized. So how do we reach a bigger, larger audience? Um, is it by vilifying and rejecting him? Or is it uh, by embracing and connecting? And right now we're speaking to um, the chairperson of uh, the Sawit Trust and uh, also a human rights advocate, um, if, if perhaps you're not sure what uh, uh, Sawid uh, is about. Uh, this is women in South African Women in Dialogue, a nonpartisan and nonprofit women's uh, dialogue forum characterized um, by deep respect for the dignity of all human beings. And uh, the chairperson of uh, the trust is joining us right now on the line. Good afternoon and welcome, Mam Pumlon. Hello, good afternoon and happy new year. Oh yeah, by the way, we say happy new year <laughs> until the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and Mam yeah. Chogompumlane, uh, thank you so much for taking our call. I mean, uh, this is a very contentious <laughs> issue. Um, <laughs> he then forgets that he's live on air and he just speaks to someone else. Uh, can you place him on hold, please? <laughs> hey, Jabu. Mam <laughs> let's, let's talk about, I mean, your your first point of call when you heard uh, the recording. It's worse that it's recorded in Isikosa. So you, uh, it's a combination of English and Kosa. So you can't say I got lost in the translation. Yes, actually, it was a shock. What a way to start 2019. One had just said goodbye to 2018, which was a very difficult year in the country. Indeed. And, uh, and then looking forward to 2019 with everything positive and ready to work towards making South Africa even better and better. And someone just sends a message, have you heard this and what are you saying about it? And I, I had not heard anything. Mm. And I was really, I must be honest, absolutely shocked. Because uh, Reverend Mehana is one of the key uh, religious leaders in the country and also quite high up in the African National Congress, and uh, which is a leading party in South Africa in terms of human rights uh, in, in, in the country, in terms of what ANC stands for uh, in Parliament, in everything. So I was really, really, really shocked. Mm. But then after a while, I said to myself, well, 
it's it's good that uh, he has said this because uh, it, it's putting the debate back on the table. On the agenda, because, absolutely. Yes, we are beginning to accept that uh, we are okay as a country. And we're finding that we're actually not okay. We're mm. suppressing. People have been have not been dealing with their real uh, fears and attitudes to one, towards one another, just like racism. Absolutely. And so it is important for us to put these matters on the table to say, how do I leave uh, the values of, of my country and of my constitution, of mm. respecting the other person? And in public spaces and private spaces. But how do we um, uh, also, because this is reflective, because for me, um, with whatever the intentions were uh, from the person who recorded the message, because uh, he's since come back to say he was recording so he can listen uh, later on. It's also possible that uh, these were fears uh, that needed addressing and he wanted to reflect this with other uh, parties within the ministry. Um, but then for me, other people who share the same insight what do we do? Because it, is it enough for people to just apologize and move on uh, as if nothing like this happened? In fact, we have to unlearn a number of things that we have. We've been dehumanized as a society. Patriarchy has dehumanized us, apartheid humanized us, and in some Pockets. Even our culture dehumanizes people in that it makes others more superior than others. Some more is superior than others. So these are things we have to uh, begin to confront as, as South Africans mm-hmm. and be able to say it does not matter whether I'm in a private space. I shall leave. I will ask myself a question. If I were on the receiving end of this message, how yeah. would I feel? If, if, if uh, the, the God made uh, Reverend Mayana a woman the following day and he is a pastor of the Methodist Church, how would he feel if other people said what he said in their private spaces? Mm. Would he feel that his dignity has been reduced? Will he feel hurt? And I want to answer yes. And uh, that's what we ought not to do at all, at all times. It, it doesn't matter where you are. Is a supreme law of the country. Yeah. Put aside what the gospel says. We also have a constitution that is the supreme law that says you shall not hurt the dignity of another person. Don't abuse your freedom of expression to put down another person. Indeed. Let's also welcome Mr. Jabubaloi, who's the spokesperson for the Commission for Gender Equality. Good afternoon and welcome, Mr. Baloi. Good afternoon, Mrs. Kreselda, and compliments of the new year to you and your producers and to. <laughs> it's, it's like a reunion. It's like a, a reunion of uh, human rights advocates, right? <laughs> yeah, good, good afternoon, Jab. Now, Jab, this unfortunate incident that, um, and I'm using unfortunate because we have entrusted Reverend Vugile Mehana uh, with a, 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 a position of the highest degree in religion. And, and therefore, for uh, when a person is placed in that position, you expect the most from them and and you expect them to not use the narrative in which they socialize by um, but rather be informed by um, the constitution of this country and worse when it's a theologian 
Um, so from a gender uh, commission perspective, it's all good and well to issue statements. I mean, I'm watching in awe in how, um, for instance, the ANC Women's League, uh, it, it, it seems to feel like, you know, there are certain individuals that are treated harshly. Um, the language is very harsh in we don't tolerate patriarchy at, at all, at all cost. And, and in some instances, people are just called to order. Uh, when do you uh, know when, when uh, a statement is of politicking as, as opposed to addressing an issue, especially when it comes to human rights? Thank you, Sir Criselda. From from our side, point of view at the Commission for Gender Equality, we'll answer this matter in a general terms. The reason being that you know the Commission on the day that you know we had this allegation or remarks utterances, you know, um, sent to us, and then we're shocked and stuff like that. We started investigating, and the following day we had um, South African Council of Churches calling upon us to investigate. What I want to say to you is that you know. We need as society, as people, as activists, not to treat matters differently. Because there are those that have been treated differently. I'll, I'll give you an example. The Mdudu Manana case was treated differently by the ANC Women's League and other cases. And then when we find ourselves as a commission in a situation whereby we don't have to fight only the person who did something wrong, but also the people were opposed that, you know, we are being harsh on, on, on Mr. Manana at the time. That being said, says Criselda, what we need to do, Umam Pumran has said it very nicely, we need to take into cognizance that there are certain attitudes and certain behavioral patterns in human beings, as us as people, that we must unlearn, that we also, as South Africans, we take it for granted that if I'm Criselda Canada or Togon Pumulwana, I'm, I'm, I'm a chairperson of Sawidi, I understand that some of the nuances, gender nuances, we take for granted. People need to be sent to crash courses. People need to be uh, schooled or learned, educated in the constitution of the Republic of South Africa. Because no right is absolute. Even the freedom of expression, it has got limitations. So that's the cornerstone of the things that, you know, we need to begin to discuss as the people of this country to say, Reverend Mahana, with the allegation that is absolutely to him, he has opened something for us. Let's take a positive thing from the allegation, if the, the allegations are true, that it's him who have said it, and begin to target the church. You remember, says Criselda, two years ago, you and I were at the Rema Christian Church, where we called upon the church to say, churches, not only Rema, to say, come on board, let's fight together gender, uh, gender-based, but let's fight together patriarchy, let's fight together sexism. I should think this, it's an opportune moment for South Africa. We, we can, we, let's, we, we cannot as commission now condemn him or say whatever we want to say because our, our investigation is ongoing. But we need to take an opportunity as South Africans and enhance our education and our awareness and let our leaders know also that, you know, that those that are there, but they've got shortcomings, they're from the society that has brought the patriarchal norms that, you know, we're talking about today. Now, Mam Togo, acknowledging that uh, people are socialized in different ways and culture also informs um, some of the utterances, uh, who is responsible to, to, because we're talking about unlearning uh, some of the teachings and, and some of the narratives, who is responsible for teaching better? That is why I am disappointed at Reverend Mayana, because he's one of those who ought to assist society to unlearn. Mm. And so if he holds such attitudes, then woe unto us as South Africans, really. 
Uh, having said so, one, I, I, I need to say that uh, there are the, the leadership in churches should not pretend they are outside of society. I think one of the clergy in the Methodist Church said they are a mirror of society. Mm. It's good to say that then do something to make sure you undo the, the, the damage that a, 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 a human beings have suffered in this country and build a real peaceful and Christ-like society for the youth mm. that can. You cannot be in the church and not have clear programs, even for leadership. For leadership in the church, they should just know it is, it is, it cannot be tolerated that you say such things. Um, but they should have gone through a program so that when that happened, they will not say we didn't know. Yeah, they it, should know. That's why I'm saying I do not believe Reverend Mahana didn't know. I think he thought he was safe uh, with a friend, and the friend uh, uh, let his his other side. Visible to all of us. The truth is that when you are a leader, you should not have dark spots and light spots. Mm. Try as much as possible to even influence your people around you to live by the values that are ideal in building our nation. Now, same question I asked Jabu. I mean, when you look at, when you reflect on how, um, especially ANC Women's League and other organizations uh, respond on such issues of, of patriarchy, um, it, it seems like, and this is why society would then be confused on where do we locate, who is responsible uh, to, to teach better, uh, wherein you find an organization where the president of the organization is accused of rape, uh, there's 100% support. Uh, by women and uh, you find uh, issues of abuse and, and beating up women there's 100% support until uh, an investigation is done and they say it uh, you know a person is innocent until proven uh, guilty and and with this issue it was very clear that get rid of him we we appeal to the council of churches uh, to cancel him with immediate effect uh, so so how do we balance the equation you know what? The only thing is to be objective and to be honest to ourselves that when we deal with matters of this kind, we need to be decisive and be consistent in our dealings. And to be fair, on the ANC Women's League of late, you know, they've come on board on issues. I remember the issue of Pulema, Pulemave. They've spoken truth to power. I remember. But what I also want to see them say in this that not to divert from the topic, it's for them as the ANC Women's League to say, yes, we are going to conference and whatever. There's a list that is coming all the people that have been found to be abusive towards women shouldn't make the name to the list. That will be consistent to us. And if Reverend Mahana has said this and acknowledged this, then they should have called for him to step down and be consistent all the time. The issue is consistency, but we have seen them coming on board. What we like as a Commission for Gender Equality is to ensure that our leaders are okay about the rights of other people. Mm. When in a small corner I phone Mamampumulwane and I start talking, Keeping that private conversation, I must be aware of what I say. And I must be aware of what I stand for. Uh, Chabu, we're going to have to take uh, news headlines. And that question was actually meant for Mam Togumpumlan because you had already responded from your side um, uh, from the Gender Commission. But let's take the news headlines. Uh, Jolane Tulo is standing by. 
Blanke Crisalda making headlines. Tswane Mayor Solim Simanga says rail infrastructure in the Pretoria North Corridor has been problematic for a while now. He visited the Mountain View train station in Pretoria West, where two trains travelling from Mabobani Station to Pretoria collided. Police are investigating the cause of a collision between a light motor vehicle and a minibus on the N2 at the Swartflay Bridge near Nisna in the Western Cape. And finally, ANC President Cyril Ramaphosa says his joint appearance with former President Jacob Zuma at the grave site of the first ANC President John Langalibalele Dube symbolizes their commitment to fostering unity in the party. I'll have details at 2 o'clock. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. All right, let's take your calls right now on 0891-104-207 and WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. SMSs at uh, uh, 40938, uh, charged at 150 per SMS. And you can also send us at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and there are two sides, the public and the private, and all can be forgiven, and that's from Kanjo. And, uh, and Bloemfontein K is saying, it starts with raising our boys in an environment that's not patriarchal, and it will uh, affect their future behavior. And also girls who are raised as custodians of patriarchy because of the political female leadership, uh, we see patriarchy in a skit. And uh, MT says, uh, how can one hate so much uh, what we cannot create? Uh, women are God created and they are not earth by accident. They are not on earth by accident. And those are your SMSs and uh, we take your calls as well on 0891 104207. And uh, my guests on the line, we're joined by Mam Togum Bumluan, uh, who is a human rights advocate and uh, she's also a chairperson of the Trust of uh, the South African Women in Dialogue and also joined by Mr. Jabu Baloi, spokesperson of the Commission for Gender Equality. Now, Mam Togo, I mean, the same question. Uh, isn't it confusing society that, uh, you know, voices that are supposed to help us uh, fight patriarchy are, are not consistent? It is confusing, but I guess it is also human. That is why there should always be a clear consequence uh, management or, on situations like that so that people can see that even if you are in leadership, if you have deviated and you have you, you have uttered something that doesn't that is against the constitution that there is a consequence to that and mm. that by so doing then people will also refrain from uh, from making those pronouncements because they've seen that action has been taken against against someone so that's why i'm happy that the commission for gender equality is going to produce a report on this he has admitted that he, he, he has said this. So mm. whatever will come out, we are looking forward to finding what will they recommend should happen uh, to a person in leadership or any citizen who does that. So that. And then in future, other citizens and other people will be aware that if I say things like this, These are the this consequences. All right, let's yes. go to your lines. Moketi joining us from Bloemfontein. Good afternoon and welcome. 
Right, we seem to have lost Mugeti there, uh, taking your calls on 0891-104-207. We'll just check what's happening uh, with those lines. And uh, we also have your WhatsApp voice notes on 08, uh, you know, WhatsApp voice notes are, are on 0614-104-107. And your SMS is at 40938, charged at 150. Uh, now, Jabu, does the commission, upon investigating and, and having founded um, the individual guilty, um, because obviously you can't jail people. Uh, is there an opportunity to teach about uh, gender equality, about um, issues of patriarchy and how uh, they, they slow the progress for society to deal uh, with uh, gender inequality? Exactly. That, 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 the commission shouldn't miss this opportunity. It's a great opportunity, not only for the commission to make noise or to say something, but to come with a concrete measures. That will see a president being said, what happens to a person when in a, not in a position of leadership only, or, or across the broad, the broad spectrum of society. What happens to them when things like this are being, are, are being um, um, uttered? What will be the consequences thereafter? What should we learn? How do we go forward to do this? Already we have got institution. We have as a commission been working with the church. We have got a um, memorandum of understanding with some of the churches. But we need to broaden the scope and the spectrum across the South Africa. But it is a wonderful opportunity, as Chris to say. Let's begin to engage and dialogue on these issues and say, what is it that we I, I hear someone said on, on a Twitter line or uh, what, SMS line saying, uh, we need to teach a boy child. Yes. We need to teach a boy child, but these people, some of these people were born uh, not before, uh, after the uh, um, were born long time ago, and they, they have all that mentality of that uh, a man is this and this, and then but forgetting in the position that they hold, they forgot that the supreme law of this country is the constitution of the republic, and this is an opportunity for us, not only for us as a commission, but also for the uh, the, the human rights based institution and NGOs to help society to understand issues and unlearn them certain nuances that, you know, they, they have in the past. So that, you know, we move in one direction, that the respect for women, the respect for human rights, the respect for, 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 for freedom of speech and enjoyment of that, that right without limitation, whereby it's necessary, it, it should be guaranteed, however, with limitation. So it's a perfect opportunity, Chris that we must utilize this opportunity the commission. As quickly as possible, the uh, report is going to come out because I keep on checking, though I'm on leave, I keep on checking on them, how far are you? And they said, you know, we're almost there. And, and Mam Pumlana, as, as we close this conversation, uh, there's also a notion that, um, you know, for African theologians, um, that qualifies one to have a view that is not of uh, Christian descent. Uh, is, is that not also confusing? Um, because you, you, you can't choose either or, or can you? Um, that, that's the, the difficulty in that they are selective in, in, in how they, they apply. It's like culture. When people really want to exclude you, then they'll go to culture. Uh, if they, they want to, because they, they know what ought to be done. Culture, African culture, respects people. African culture takes every human being seriously. That's African culture. Whether male or you may you may argue about different roles mm. that uh, sometimes a woman may have to do this and a man may have to do this. But I do not believe that African culture would say when a woman has been given a role to perform, 
like a leadership role, then because you are a woman you and you have breasts, you can't do certain things. Or you are a man, you don't have breasts, you can't do certain things. Mm. I just think that he was just taking a chance. He is definitely not, I don't think he's a, a serious scholar of African Christianity and African culture. Maybe if he was, he misrepresented culture completely. All right, let's go to KGM in Kimberley. Happy New Year and good afternoon to you. Happy New Year to you and to the listeners, uh, Chris Alda. A quick one from where I'm sitting. Look, Mama couldn't have hit it on the nail. The issue here is it should never have been, should not be, we must not continue entertaining this divisive nature of life that people are seem to be uh, pushing for human beings comes first Mm. before your sex you are a human being now this notion of um, women rights men rights children's rights that's exactly where sometimes the problem lies because then you've got a man or a woman sitting somewhere and saying well, they care too much about these men. They care too much about these women. They care too much about the kids. And then we victimize one another based on that. Yeah. I think we need to go back to nature. Let's be neutral. Let's respect life first before anything else. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that insight. Well, that's where we leave this conversation. Thank you so much uh, to both of you. Thank you, Jabu Baloi, uh, spokesperson you. of uh, the commission. Thank you. Gender equality. Uh, you can follow him at GCE or, or, or at CGE Info. Uh, and uh, thank you, Mam Togombumlane. Thank you very much. Uh, a happy 2019 once again. And I guess, I mean, based on this, I can say you need to fasten your seatbelt as advocates of human rights. There's still so much to do. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, thank you very much. That's Mama Togo Mpumluana, uh, who is uh, a gender, um, a, a, a human rights advocate and uh, also um, a chairperson of the uh, Sawid Trust, that is the South African Women in Dialogue um, Trust. And right now we're going to pay the bills. And as we move to um, words of wisdom, uh, we'll listen to Bongeziwe Mabandla.